0: A pickup truck left the office of the Deputy Commissioner in Mizoram's Longtlai district Tuesday evening for Parvathri village, where 212 cookie-chin refugees from Chittagong Hill tracks in southeastern Bangladesh are taking shelter, informed a personal under the Longtlai administration. Depending on road conditions, it takes around five to six hours to reach the border villages from Longtlai. The pickup truck was carrying tarpaulins, damdawi or medicine, porcelain or mosquito nets, Grains and pulses, soaps and blankets, among other essentials for the Kuki Chin refugees. On Wednesday morning, Rural Development Minister Poo Lalwatkima visited Parva 3 and distributed relief, including food items, cooking oil, tea and beverages. The Kuki Chin refugees, who share ethnic ties with the Mizos in India, recently fled a crackdown by Bangladesh on the Kuki Chin National Army, which is fighting for an independent state in the Chittagong Hill tracks. Most of the asylum seekers are from the Bomb tribe, who primarily live in CHT's Bandarban and Rangamate districts. Mizoram has sanctioned a rehabilitation package of rupees 30 lakh for 388 asylum seekers lodged at border villages of Parvatri, Vanthampui, Mautlang, Chamdur Project and Huangpu in Longtlai district. According to government data, the refugees are from 108 families, 199 men, and 189 women asylum seekers, including pregnant and lactating mothers, and 133 children. Mizoram shares a 318 kilometer long border with Bangladesh and a 510 kilometer long border with Myanmar. Apart from those arriving from Bangladesh, the northeastern state currently hosts around 35,000 to 40,000 Chin refugees from Myanmar who fled the junta regime. On 4th January, an 81-year-old retired pastor, Swamkhup, reportedly died of starvation in the deep jungles of the India-Bangladesh border. He was among the group of 600 asylum seekers, quote-unquote, pushed back into Bangladesh by the border security force. They were taking refuge in the forest for several days without food and water, read a statement from the Central Young Mizo Association or the CYMA in its letter addressed to the Union Home Ministry on 9th January. The association is the largest non-political voluntary organization of the MISOs with more than 4.7 lakh members from within and outside the state. The CYMA even has a branch in Bangladesh. A solidarity demonstration was called by the CYMA at Aizol Monday to protest against the death of the senior pastor carrying placards that read, Let our Mizo refugees come home, stop the inhuman behaviour, don't force back our brothers and sisters from entering their homeland, hundreds of demonstrators assembled outside the Raj Bhavan at ISOL. A community donation of around rupees 3 lakh was collected for the asylum seekers during the demonstration. A number of legislators from the ruling Mizo National Front, as well as opposition parties, including Power and Electricity Minister R. Lal Zirliana, Sports Minister Robert Rumavia and the opposition Zoram People's Movement leader Lalduhoma took part in the protest as reported by the Mizoram Post. The CYMA General Secretary Lal Nuntluanga told the print and I quote, Whether they are from Bangladesh or Myanmar, if they are in need of help, the Mizos are willing to extend all possible assistance. There's an old saying in the Mizo community, if you have something to eat, you also need to share with others. Our main motto is to help the needy. We don't deprive any person in need on the basis of color, religion, or tribe. End quote. In its letter, the association urged the center to look into the matter on humanitarian grounds and to take urgent steps for providing safety and security, food, shelter, and basic amenities to the asylum seekers who have sought temporary refuge in Mizoram. Lal Luntluanga said, And I quote, To die of starvation on being pushed back is an inhuman and insensitive act. On the night of 3rd January, a pregnant lady had given birth in the jungle. End quote. The Mizo Students Union, or the MSU, also raised concern for the safety of the refugees, alleging mistreatment by the BSF troops. I quote, They came without any weapons, just poor, helpless civilians who sought safety in the lands of their neighbors. They were not even carrying food or any other belongings. With no help, they ate banana trunks to stay alive. Naturally, they are scared to return. We plead with the Indian government to resolve this issue and let them enter Mizoram on compassionate, humanitarian grounds. End quote. MSU President Samuel Zoram Puya said, On November 20 last year, the first group of Kukichin asylum seekers entered India through the border village of Parva in Longlai. Laluntluanga said the group took almost five days to cross over a strenuous route through deep forests and slopes. The next day, 274 asylum seekers were handed over by the BSF to representatives of the Block Development Office at Chongte Rural Development Block in Longlai, according to the CYMA representative. Another 21 refugees moved in on 25th of November, followed by 15 more on 7th of December, according to the CYMA Inputs from local villagers suggest at least five hundred asylum seekers are currently taking refuge at Longtlai, much more than the government estimate. On 2nd of December, the BSF stopped a group of 117 refugees at Kamtuli village at the trijunction of India, Myanmar and Bangladesh. In November, the Mizoram cabinet approved the setting up of temporary shelters, with Home Minister Lal Chamliana stating that the government sympathises with the refugees. The government asked the village council at Longtlai to form a committee, enabling the relocation of around 50 refugee families from Parva 3 to the nearby villages. It also appointed an officer for enrolling and profiling each asylum seeker as per the existing rules under the central government. These refugees are being taken care of, much like those from Myanmar, who entered Mizoram after fleeing the junta during the February 2021 coup. Lalun said, and I quote, To earn livelihood, the Myanmaris refugees need to do something, but their children don't have to worry about continuing education. We have admitted them to schools free of cost. Many NGOs are chipping in for relief. We have received funding from MISOs in the US, Canada, Australia, Europe, etc. Donations are being collected for Bangladeshi and Myanmaris people. End quote. Since Bangladesh gained independence in 1971, Chittagong Hill Tracts has seen the presence of various separatist groups, including the Jana Samhati Samiti, the United People's Democratic Forum, the Arakan Liberal Party, and the Mok Party. The KNE is an armed component of its political front, the Kuki Chin National Front, or the KNF, locally known as Bomb Party. It emerged as a non-profit development body, the Kuki Chin National Development Organization, in 2008, but evolved into a separatist group in 2017. The KNF consists of members of six Kuki Chin ethnic groups, the Bomb, Pangkwa, Lusai, Kumi, Mro, and Kyang, from the Chittagong Hill tracks. These tribes have lived for countless generations, often having cross-marriages with their Indian counterparts in the border areas. I quote, Because of the partition and the divide and rule policy of the British, Mizo's are scattered in Myanmar, Bangladesh and other northeastern states. But we have a bond. For Israelis across the world, Jerusalem is their main city. Similarly, for all the Mizo's, wherever they are, their heart is very close and attached to Mizoram. End quote. Lalun Tluanga said, while pointing out the center's indifference to the refugee crisis. In March 2021, the Centre noted that India is not a signatory to the 1951 UN Convention relating to the status of refugees and its 1967 Protocol. It, however, mentioned a standard operating procedure issued in 2011 by the government and later amended in 2019, which is to be followed by law enforcement agencies while dealing with foreign nationals who claim to be refugees.